Welcome to Funny Stories to Tell in the Dark, a podcast for when the world is starting to wear you down. I'm Julie Sinsula. Today's story actually came to me in a funny way, so I'm going to take a moment to tell that story first. It starts way, way, way back, different era, way back, on March 14th, 2020. A couple of noteworthy things happened to me on March 14th, 2020. First, I went wedding dress shopping that afternoon with my friend Carol, and oh my god, she looked so gorgeous, and I'm so excited for her to get married to my friend Jake, and I really, 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 really hope that we can all be together for her wedding in November. Second, I got home from wedding dress shopping around 2 p.m., and This was about the time that I consciously decided to start taking social distancing really seriously. It felt like the moment where the tone around the coronavirus shifted, at least in my state of Minnesota. We had 14 confirmed cases and the governor had just declared a peacetime emergency. My family is all in Washington state and at that time, Washington was really the center of the outbreak in the United States and I was feeling increasingly anxious about the health and well-being of my family. It seemed like it was time to do my part and limit my contact with the outside world. Since that afternoon, I have not had any significant in-person interaction with anyone except for my roommate and our cat. Which brings me to the third thing that happened on March 14th, 2020. It was a Saturday night and I was drinking red wine out of a box, and I got a little drunk, and I engaged in my favorite drunk at home on a Saturday night activity. I opened up Tinder. I matched with someone pretty quickly whose name on the app was TRBR. Like T as in toy, R as in robot, B as in boy, R as in robot again. So, Turber is how I pronounce that in my head. I actually do know his real name now, spoiler alert, and it doesn't sound anything like Turber, and it does kind of make sense why TRBR would be an appropriate abbreviation for it, but honestly, it's kind of a stretch, so I'm just gonna call him Turber in this story. Turber sends me a message about a horse named Potato! That's pot with eight O's, get it? Pot, eight O. I don't know, you can read about it on Wikipedia, that's what I did. And we messaged back and forth a bit that night about horses and Girl Scouts and capitalism. You know, just my go-to Tinder subjects. And we even keep talking the next day. And the next day. But at this point, it also becomes clear to me that we are not going to be meeting in real life anytime soon. But we keep talking at least once a day for the next few weeks. And it basically becomes how I keep track of time in quarantine, by thinking about how long I have been in touch with Turper. At one point, I happened to mention to him that I have this idea for a podcast that I'm working on. And he asks if he can hear it. And in just one of my more narcissistic, millennial, quarantine moves, I send my comedy storytelling podcast to a dude on Tinder. Because... It is 2020, and that's what we're doing. So dumb, so dumb. But he likes it, or he says he does. I don't really care which is true as long as I get the validation. 
And then a few days later, he says, well, okay, wait, I'll just read the text exchange. Let me just do my favorite amateur audio editing trick where I move the audio that's supposed to be him into another track. And I change the pitch. Okay, so this is me. And this is Turper. Julie. Turper. Julie. Turper. Okay. I've been thinking about what my five to ten minute stories are. I will record you if you want. And then just a lot of exclamation points. Ha. No. I couldn't do that to you. Way worse than sharing your podcast with someone on the internet is pitching yourself to be on someone else's podcast on the internet. Haha, <laughs> no, they are equally worse. So you can see that we are both at fault for this idea. But eventually I convinced him to do it. And so at 11pm on a Friday night, I video called him, and this is the first time we've had any voice communication, and I recorded this absolutely bonkers story. And I say all of this to say that I know it's weird to send your podcast to someone on Tinder, and I know it's even weirder to invite them to be on it. And I know it's even weirder than that to then talk about inviting someone onto your podcast from Tinder on your podcast. But it is a weird world that we're in, folks, and you gotta do something to keep yourself entertained. And this story makes me laugh, so I hope it'll make you laugh too. Now, presented with no further context, here is Turper. This is a story about my first May Day parade. Can you explain what the May Day parade is? I actually don't really know what the May Day parade is. Do you know what the May Day parade is? I do know what the May Day parade is. Can you tell me what the May Day parade is? Well, the point is that you tell. Oh. Things I know about the May Day Parade is that it happens in Minneapolis in the month of May. And then all the people of Powderhorn neighborhood and the vicinity and all the punks in Minneapolis form a wild parade down Bloomington Avenue towards Powderhorn Park. And it ends in a big puppet show in the park and celebration of the community of Minneapolis. That's my loose understanding. Uh, of, as somebody who's only lived here for a couple of years. My friend Mitch, a golden gem of a boy, a prize flautist of the Twin Cities, decided to form a recorder band for the May Day Parade of 2018, in which he gathered all his finest friends. Some might say including me, some might say his finest friends plus me. Mitch has kind of this wild energy about him that just makes it seem like anything is possible. So he took us to the great neighborhood of Northeast Minneapolis to Beltrami Park to teach us how to play the recorder. We started the rehearsal in the park and everybody was like, I didn't bring a recorder. And then Mitch said, hold on, let me go get recorders for everybody. And he left for like 30 minutes and then came back with like a box of recorders for us who we're embarrassed enough to not own our own recorders. And he taught us two songs, one of which I cannot remember, the second of which was Funky Town, a great, great song. And we marched around the park in a big circle until we could get it right, you know, because he's, he's really about getting, getting it right. His other vision for the band was for everybody to be in these like tie-dye blue capes. So we all spent the afternoon making tie-dye capes for everybody so that we could be in, in fine form for the parade. 
So May rolls around. We're all ready to roll. And we spend a good four or five hours waiting for the parade to start in the park. It was really hot. And I put sunscreen on almost all of my body except for this little tiny triangle of my forehead, which got annihilated by the sun. But that's in the future. This is now. We spend most of the morning in the park rehearsing, talking to our fellow parade people. Hey, you know, our friends on either side. My friend Electra and I are sitting on the park bench in the hot sun, and there's a, a guy walking around with a big sign that says Mayor on it, and it's big arrow, and he's pointing to this other guy. I said, Electra, who is that? And Electra said, that's Mayor Jacob Fry. And I said, okay. Electra and I are sitting on the bench, and he gets closer. He's kind of like checking us out because it's a recorder band. What's not to check out, you know? And he asks us what our names are. We did not ask what his name is because Electra knew what his name was. He kind of like puts his leg up on the bench, kind of like to, to lean into us. When you're wearing shorts above the knee and you put your leg up onto a bench upon where someone is sitting, a little jarring. I don't need to know that much about your knees or what's beyond your knees in either direction, up nor down. I think like maybe he thought it was like a friendly gesture, but it was definitely weird. And he says, can you play me a song? Okay, we'll play you a song. Why not, I guess. And so we played one of our two songs, Funky Town, for Jacob. And he seemed to be pleased. And one of his assistants had a popsicle. Like the assistant offered Jacob the popsicle. I think like the assistant took a bite of the popsicle and then gave it to Jacob. And then Jacob took another bite of the popsicle and then he looked at us and he said, would you like some? And both of us obviously did not want any of that popsicle. But I think we just both, not aggressively, but just politely declined said, no, no, we would not. I'm not particularly interested in touching my mouth to that thing that you and your assistant just touched your mouth to. You and your assistant who has a giant sign that says mayor on it, who's pointing to you right now as we just serenaded you with the song Funky Town. And then he left, and that's the last time I saw Jacob Fry. Then we played the parade, and then we went home. And you got sunburned. I got really sunburned. I got just tragically sunburned. So bad. I still think about it. I mostly think about like what kind of person you have to be to offer some of your popsicle to somebody else when you're like a political figure. What do you think it says about his leadership? I think it says it all, you know. I feel like the character of somebody who offers you their popsicle is like kind of wild and audacious in a way that's a little bit jarring and gross. Um, and that it happened to be the mayor of the Twin Cities is uh, just really can't make that up. Is he the mayor of the Twin Cities or is he the mayor of no. St. Paul? They're different. <laughs> What's he the mayor of? He's the mayor of Minneapolis. He's the mayor of Minneapolis. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm going to look like a fucking idiot on the internet. That's okay. I'll probably cut that out. Okay. I think I said it a couple of times because I didn't know what he's the mayor of. Oh, he's the mayor of Minneapolis. Why don't you say right now, Jacob Fry, the mayor of Minneapolis, and then I have something to splice in. 
uh, Jacob Fry, the mayor of Minneapolis. Great. Oops, I forgot to do that. Sorry. Thanks so much to Turber for signing on to this weird idea with me. And thanks to the rest of you for hanging in there with me as I do real weird things and pass them off as art during quarantine. I hope you all are doing okay out there. The last few weeks of the world have seemed really, really hard. Definitely felt really hard for me. And I sincerely hope that you all are able to create worlds around yourselves that make you smile, even if you are just stuck at home. And finally, I know what you're thinking. I know what you are thinking. You're thinking, Julie, what kind of audio producer records a story about Funky Town being played on recorders and doesn't get audio of Funky Town being played on recorders? And to that, I say... I don't know how to do the pop one. It's probably like... (laughs) Is that that it? (laughs) Send me your funny stories if you would like to come on Funny Stories to Tell in the Dark. I promise we, we have a lot of fun here. Thanks for listening.